Hi, I'm Brandon. I'm the father of two beautiful girls. And recently I looked around my house and saw that it was full of rainbows and unicorns and mermaids. That's when I realized that this is my daughter's world and I'm just living in it. What is up, girl dads? I hope you are feeling good. I'm feeling good. We're getting ready to get back into school. I'm very excited for that because that means my day-to-day, because I still work at home. Like My job got moved permanently to work from home, so I love it because I get to see my kids more, but at the same time, my work day is filled with listening to my kids bicker and fight with the their grandma and fight with the dogs and fight with each other and there's just so much fighting so it's going to be excellent to have them back at school back into something that excites them learning stretching doing all these things that are good for them you know for all of the good things in school there's some kind of wacky stuff that happens too and last year my my oldest had one of those wacky things happen so my oldest is my uh, my compliant child. She's very easygoing. Uh, it sounds like she's actually got a little bit of a, a streak in there where she'll hold hold to her guns, which I'm excited to hear about. Like I, I figured she would be kind of the quote unquote pushover because she's she's very gentle and like I said, compliant is the definition. But she's holding her guns on some discussions. That's another another topic I'll probably hit next week. But overall as far as i know she's pretty sweet like she's not easy to access meaning meaning like becoming friends with her takes a long time she doesn't let you in real quick uh, whereas like my my youngest we call her an aggressive friend maker like she's going to be your friend boom instantly and and she's really good at it my oldest is also very good at it but she's very slow at it she's very hesitant she waits and she kind of feels you out before she lets you in so but other than that she's not I don't think she has a, a mean bone in her body. The meanest things she's ever done has always been vanilla, you know, at at most. And so she came home and she had like this weird story. And we asked her about it. We we're like, okay, what's going on? And she said that one of the girls at her school had a hate list, like a list of people that she hated. And now granted, last year she was in first grade. So in first grade, this girl's already like, creating this list of all the people she hates around her like why do you why are you thinking about that like at first grade you have nothing better to do like you should be like seeing rainbows and glitter everywhere like why are you thinking about hate in first grade but anyway this girl had a hate list and we thought wow that's kind of crazy like we don't understand what's going on there hopefully she's doing okay emotionally we're like uh we're were you on that list is that why you're upsetting and she's like yeah I don't, she's like, I've never done anything mean to her at all. She's like, I don't understand why I'm on her list. And and so she was really upset about this. She was really upset that she was put on someone's hate list. And that's understandable. The first time you, you experience somebody hating you for a reason that you don't know is hard. Like getting on Twitter, for example, was super hard for me because you're like, oh, I'm just going to say this thing I think. Oh, never mind. I'm not going to say anything I think because everybody hates me. You know, like it's hard. It's You have to have a a particular personality type, very strong will to be able to withstand um, other people's opinions about you. And this was her first interaction with that. So she was very kind of upset about it. 
And so we, we processed it with her and I did some processing with her and then my wife did some additional processing with her. And I feel like she, my wife told me what she said and I was like, boy, I think we did a really good job summing that up and like not to pat myself on the back, whether my daughter, you know, internalized it or not, we have no idea. All we can do is hope. But the lessons that came out of it, I think are true for my daughter, but I also think they're true for us as dads. And the first lesson is that we are not responsible for other people's thoughts. So we can't control if somebody hates us. We can't control if somebody loves us. We can't control any of that stuff. So if we can't control it, how can we be responsible for it? I mean, there is a level of responsibility, right? So we do have the responsibility to love our neighbors as we love ourselves. So that means being respectful, being kind, treating people as we want to be treated. All of those things go into play here. And that's all we can control. Is all we can control is what we are what we can do. We can't control how someone else responds to what we do. I mean, there's lots of people that will get angry when you do something nice, and that that's beyond your control because Really, that's their problem. And that's the truth of it is that their problem is their problem. And and they have to work through that. We can't do it for them. All we can do is what we can do. And that is managing ourselves, which is, you know, like I said, loving our neighbor like we love ourselves, being kind, being respectful, and, and doing the best we can with what we have to work with. Because if you think about it, there's so many things that are outside of our control. Like what if my daughter had just heard two people say good morning and she responded to one that was a little bit louder not the other one and the girl felt slighted because of that there there's so many uncontrollable factors in this world that we we can't keep track of we can't even be aware of everything that happens all the time our minds would be overloaded with that and so there are there are things that are intentional right so if we intentionally hurt somebody then we need to take responsibility for that own it fix it make it right but for all the unintentional slights that's beyond our control that that's something that we can't do i mean if we're unaware of something how are we to be better at it we can be more aware but we can't be situationally aware of every single person in the entire school at the time right there's limits to what we can be aware to so that that's the first one is just making sure that we understand that their problem's their problem and we aren't responsible for their problems we're only responsible for how we have treated them Secondly, is that, you know, just because this girl chose to hate her doesn't mean that we should respond in like, meaning just because she hated, she hates me, therefore I need to hate her back. That's not a healthy response. That's not a normal response, really. Like if you think about it, like there's, if you have no reason to hate someone, then why would you you put that poison in your heart to to feel that way towards someone else? It, it hate isn't a positive thing at all. Like hate is is a fully negative. Yes, you can use the negative to get out of terrible situations. Uh, I understand that, but in general, in the mundane aspects of life, hate is not something that we want to operate on because it is poison. It will it destroys us, not the other person. Unless it becomes a crime and then you actually physically do something to the other person and then that's different, right? But hate just in general kills us, not the other person. And it destroys us. It eats away at us on the inside. So we don't want that. 
And just because somebody else is going to try to try to poison us with that doesn't mean that we have to accept it. And that was kind of what we said is like, hey, just because she, she she put you on her hate list doesn't mean you have to hate her back. Like you don't have to feel that way. Like you're you're in control of how you respond. You're in control of how you feel. And you can think about it like, has she done anything mean to you? Has she made you feel bad? Has she done anything? My daughter was like, no, she hasn't done anything. No, I thought she was nice. She's like, I was like, okay, that's totally fine right there. She can hate you and you can still love her. And you can be like, hey, I'm sorry you feel that way, but I still think that you're nice. And that is, that's the high road, man. That is the road that is freedom. Because then what she's doing is she's in control of her emotions. She's in control of her own power. If she were to hate that girl back, basically she'd be taking her own self-power and laying it over, giving it over to that other person. Then that person would have power over her because her emotions and her thoughts are causing the response in my daughter. That's not freedom. And so many of us take a lot of time to process and get out of those cycles to where like when somebody responds, we respond in kind. And I mean, think about it. Like if you got mad every time someone got mad at you, you would be a victim of circumstance. You would never be happy because there's always somebody mad. Just drive down a freeway. There's always somebody mad. You can't let that go from outside and make its way inside into you. So I I think those two things really stuck out to me is that one, we cannot control what other people think. We cannot control their emotions, their feelings, their thoughts. All we can do is control what we have control over, which is ourselves. And we can love our neighbor as ourselves. And then two, just because somebody feel something, think something doesn't mean that we have to respond to them in the same way. Okay. Just because they hate us doesn't mean we have to hate them. Just because they love us doesn't mean we have to love them. Like it's a two-way street there. We have that choice to choose how we are going to respond to everything, positive or negative. And that power to choose is the only power that we really have in life. And we have to maintain that power. We have to protect it preserve it and make sure that our daughters are protecting it and keeping it for themselves and not giving it away to others and becoming victims. We need our daughters to be able to move forward in freedom, knowing that other people's problems are their problems and they have the power to choose how they respond. Thank you for listening, folks. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this with all those girl dads you know. I just want to give one last quick shout out to Inkledoo. Thank you for making this podcast possible. Uh, I encourage all of you to please go get some of their delicious coffee or join into one of their meaningful conversations. You can find Inkledoo podcast everywhere that podcasts are streamed.